All right, so we're just on the heels of listening to the uh, conference just this morning, Thursday morning, November 19, that the Fox, sorry, sorry, the Trump legal team just presented on Fox and many other stations uh, regarding the evidence that they now have uh, to show the corruption that was rampant in our recent November 2020 election. It is horrifying to watch this. It was about an hour long or so. And I got to tell you, I've never been so so shaken to the core about how uh, on a collision course we are with the end of our democracy. And this is happening. So we can, we'll go into the details soon enough. But before I start doing that, I want to tell you that this uh, recent pollster has found... Uh, and this is from uh, which? Which? Uh, Nolte, John Nolte of Breitbart wrote this. No, he's reporting it, but citing, uh, uh, I think Rasmussen. Okay, so uh, this poll, and I'll tell you in a moment what it is, uh, says that forty-seven percent. No, it's a Washington. Oh, there you go. Uh, that's interesting. So um, it turns out that uh, a huge poll just came out that. Uh, Rasmussen said that 47% of people in America, not just Democrats, not just Republicans, just all and all, 47% believe that this election was fraudulent. Um, that is a very big number. I mean, to have 7%, you could say, all right, well, that's something you can then play the old game, the old canard that 7% still think that Elvis... Presley is still, still alive. alive and we'll get a letter if you write him one, yeah. Right. Uh, so that sort of thing. Okay, fair enough. But this is 47%. Uh, this is a huge, huge deal. Yeah, and this isn't the number of transgenders running around in society, you know, <laughs> one in 35,000. This is basically one in every two people. So it's bad news. And now you can say, well, you know, oh my gosh, the Supreme Court or whoever will decide this at the end of the day will be under tremendous pressure because... You know, if they do turn it over to Trump, then there's going to be massive riots. Like, okay, listen, Democrats, you created this situation. In other words, you want us to, you want to get away with it on the, on the fear that there might be riots if somehow Trump gets the election. Okay, that's tough titties, as they say. I mean, big effing deal. You, you've got to deal with it. It's, this is not the way we run elections. We don't, we don't say, well, give him the lollipop because, you know, otherwise he'll engage in a huge tantrum. And, and the tantrum here being <clears throat> that there will be huge riots and, and civil war and all those things. Okay, P.S., we conservatives would be pretty pissed now that we know the extensive amount of fraud that has happened. <clears throat> that Joe Biden would somehow raise his right hand and swear in a Bible that he is going to faithfully execute the office of the president of the United States. I'm not tolerating that. <clears throat> I, I, I do not accept him as a potential president. And if, God forbid, he somehow ends up raising his right hand, that he would be the president. I am not going to accept that. He will not be my president. And I mean it not just in a political sense. And I mean it from an actual sense. He is, by definition, not any of our presidents. Okay, that's it. You need to understand that. Now, I'm going to go over some of the things that we've been talking about because it is so extensive what has been happening. <clears throat> I don't want to get too much into every single detail. I'm going to hit the highlights, not just from the recent um, uh, 
conference, conference, press conference that the Trump legal team advanced. But it is, it, I, I want you to understand some basics so that you can understand so, and fight back when your liberal friends say otherwise. So one yeah, of the things... I, I think it's, it's helpful if we start by saying, and for those of us who are, are regular listeners these last nine years, and those of you who are new listeners, we're not an Alex Jones kind of show that speculates on conspiracy theories. We just never do. We, talk, we sometimes speculate about things that might be in the works or might have happened or might be happening, but we're, we're a fact-based, rooted-in-reality kind of people. All right. You know, so, so let me let me talk is, about. None of this is speculative. It's not picking up here. It's, it, the the issue. The first thing to say, because at the end of the conference, one of the uh, reporters was asking a question to Rudy Giuliani about conspiracies and is this a conspiracy? Because they wanted to then glom onto that and say, oh, you know, he believes in conspiracies. Okay. So first of all, understand this. There is such a thing as a conspiracy. In fact, there's old criminal statute, both federal and every state has conspiracies. Okay, so don't don't be so shocked. But what you're what they are trying to do is to conflate the concept of a conspiracy, which is real, like a RICO conspiracy, where people get together to conspire to sell drugs, for example, or to I don't know, traffic human beings for sex for the sex trade. Those are conspiracies, my friend, okay? That's, that's plain as day. People can also conspire with others uh, through the mail, through the t- you know, internet, and otherwise. Conspiracies. Now, there's a difference between that and the conspiracies that they want you to conflate this with, which is you know, that, oh, somehow there was no um, lunar landing, uh, that it was all faked, or the Rothschild conspiracy, or there's so many other you know, broad-scale conspir- conspiracies that are t- bizarre. Right. Like Jews make matzah out of uh, little girl's blood or right. something. So those are conspiracies that, uh, you know, but just, just because some conspiracies are absurd doesn't mean that all conspiracies are absurd or that, that there is no such thing as a conspiracy. Of course there is. And you're a fool for not understanding that. And your decision to, to ignore that is absurd. And there's a difference between a conspiracy and a conspiracy that lasts forever, okay? So... Conspiracies happen all the time. The, the, the problem is that they get caught. And that is the, the reason why I don't believe these, in these long-range conspiracies because by definition, somebody always talks and people are not efficient. Uh, they're lazy. They die. They take money. You know, some, some uh, you know, information is revealed that kind of blows away the conspiracy, for example. I, you know, but these same people... Uh, have no problem saying that Nixon engaged in a conspiracy, and this was, you know, fundamental to our democracy. Uh, they, they, he certainly did engage in a conspiracy. So they believe in the conspiracies that they want to believe in, yeah, including Iran Contra, yeah. the, the the Russian collusion conspiracy. Right? They believe that. They they believe in all sorts of conspiracies. Yeah, Blackwater with uh, Bush and Karl Rove and Dick Cheney. How many years did we hear that nonsense? Well, and not know? only that, but the, the you know the, the smaller conspiracies like the dog whistles that Trump allegedly makes toward all the white supremacists that are all around uh, this country, as you know. Right, that making the OK sign uh, the letters WP, and now you get kicked out of Cubs games, which you actually do if you do this to the players. You know, That's so absurd. Anyway, um, so so that's one thing. Uh, let's start off with that. Okay, there is a massive fraud scheme that happened here. Even Joe Biden himself made a reference to it. And we talked about this, I think, last week. I certainly talked about it on my show 
where he said, we have put together the greatest fraud organization in American history. Okay, so before you jump in, because I know what a lot of my Democrat friends will say. Wait a minute, Barack. That was just a gaffe. You know crazy old Joe. He'll say stupid things, you know, with what's his name, the corn pop and, you know, all, all the crazy stuff that and he said in the past. you still voted for him? <laughs> well, good point. But so that's one thing. Um, but the other thing is that they don't, um, they don't even factor in that, you know, okay, so let's say this was a gaffe. Okay, a gaffe, like I said, if you ain't black, uh, sorry, if you, if, if you vote for Trump, you ain't black, that sort of thing. Um, or other things that he said where he forgets what state he's in and so on. Okay, you can, you can dismiss those things. But, okay, so let's, let's assume that what he said about that he's put together the greatest fraud organization in American history. How could that be a gaffe? That, that's what I want to say. Like, it's not like he said, I love the people here in Iowa, and it's close to Ohio, first of all, geographically, but also almost in sound. It, so you can get that, right? So how could he have, what could he have really meant when he said that, right? Could he have said, what he meant to say was, we put together the greatest grassroots organization, uh, you know, to get out the vote? That would be one thing. But, but, but wait, 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 yeah. wait, hold on. Hold on. That doesn't make sense because then you would expect the fraud comment to be something like, <clears throat> we put together the greatest fraud grassroots organization in the country, right? Something like that. But, but it wasn't. You have to really you know, you have twist to and turn. Round hole it to make any logical sense that's beneficial for his reputation. The only way I can do it is if he was meaning to say, but he wasn't because context isn't given. If he was mean to say, we put together the most comprehensive fraud-catching organization in electoral history to make sure that we have clean elections. Right. But he wasn't saying that because the conversation before and after had nothing to do with election security. That was my next point, and you, ca you captured it just fine. That's exactly right. <clears throat> so to the extent that he was, that's what he really meant, okay, well then, it, it, they seemed to come out of the blue, this whole right. thing, right? So it wasn't you know, connected to the questions before nor after. It wasn't even part of the subject at all. And why would he even bring it up in the first instance? Like, it, it, was there a need for this, sir? So clearly, the, the truth came out. Something about this came out. All right, let's, let's talk about more of the specifics, sorry. First of all, uh, this, this conference was fantastic. Uh, that the, the, the Trump legal team conference. It had Rudy Giuliani, it had uh, Sidney Powell, and... Jenna Ellis. Jenna Ellis. Yeah, those three people and, were the... Uh, then standing next to him was Victoria Tunsing and Joe DeGeneva, who were both very good right. as well. Okay. So, all-star, you know, elite stormtrooper strike force, <laughs> all-star destroyers of the highest right. order. Here. I prefer to use the uh, analogy to Team America, right? Okay, so anyway. <laughs> America! <laughs> F yeah! America! <laughs> Sorry, we. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, this, this was truly a Team America legal team, and they were fantastic. Sidney Powell, in particular, was awesome. Okay, so a couple of things to, to bring up. First of all, Wayne County in Michigan. Okay, Wayne County is the county that includes Detroit and its neighboring suburbs. Obviously, the largest city in Michigan and the most likely to contain the most liberal votes, the most votes for Biden. And it turns out that 
the commission, the electoral commission there, refused to certify at first. Then they were uh, pressured to certify, at which point the two Republicans, it was a 2-2 vote, uh, then said, uh, we, you know, uh, you know, we'll certify uh, so long as you promise to do a full-on audit of the entire area. Um, the, uh, pro the promised audit never came, and then they said, okay, we're going we're gonna to decertify. We're not interested in certifying this at all. Now, of course, everyone says, nope, too late, gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, I, you raised your hand. You said okay. <laughs> exactly yeah. right. No, I, I meant not okay. So th this is the way it works. Um, by the way, I remember an attorney once in opposing counsel in one of our cases, I said the word yes, and then I said, I'm sorry, uh, Your Honor, I mean, I mean no. And then he tried to use the word yes against me, like, okay, no, it's, that does, it's not the way the law works, nor common decency, nor human nature works. Anyway, the point is, these guys were clearly pressured. Uh, that's the beginning of their problems. Michigan is now in play. It will either go directly to Trump, and he will get the electoral votes for Michigan, or they will not be able to certify Michigan at all, in which case, uh, along with other states, assuming that Biden is, is not able to capture 270 electoral votes, it will go to the House of Representatives, uh, and Trump will win by, because of the process there. There's, yeah, there's more that there's can, a couple processes at play, but if the D, if uh, Wayne County is not certified, which is the as you said the most populous uh, area of Michigan with the most votes in the state, essentially what you'll have is a failed election, which either then goes to the state legislature or simply the electoral votes are not assigned. And you know, right. the point is, there's a whole process for that. The whole point here is that this that this matter will go. There's a very good chance that this whole thing will go to Congress, and we will have an election that will be thrown out, and Congress will decide this election, which I'd rather not have. But nevertheless, if if look, I mean, who's to blame for that? Not us, not we Republicans. <clears throat> the Democrats created this disaster with Dominion Software and all its related attendant fraud and all the dump, dumping of ballots and such. Yeah, blocking in-person voting, blocking ballots <clears throat> that are on paper, blocking voter ID verification, on and on and on. You, you guys, you listeners, you've known all that before because we've discussed it. So we're, we're talking about the new and amazing things. But the big thing about Wayne County not certifying is that that's the <clears throat> first big official win for Trump. In, in this whole it was very big the, the, the thing that I think that I like the most the biggest takeaway quote if you like from this uh, conference was when Sidney Powell said you cheated too much it was so overwhelming uh, the Trump landslide and it was a landslide that even their Dominion software didn't anticipate for that possibility so they had to make up for it real fast Right, and it got to the point where you know when you when you have to do things really quickly, you're going to be sloppy, right? Oh, and they yeah. were. Yeah, no, yeah, they're they very. Were. And we don't need to explain all the details, but of course, you know, dumping the ballots, preventing the uh, Republican uh, uh, poll watchers and observers from coming in, etc. I don't need to repeat all those things. They were in desperation mode to just jam these numbers as much as possible. We all know what happened at nine o'clock California time on November third, when all of a sudden. The voting stopped. Yeah, what were said. they doing? What were they doing? They were doing whatever they could to make up for the deficit that they now realize they were facing. All those five states. Yeah. And boy, did they make up big time. 
So, uh, well, what about North Carolina? Okay, well, North Carolina was such a big thing that they didn't have as much of a dominion problem, and they couldn't do it. Even so, <laughs> they still managed to narrow the margin a lot more in North Carolina that you and I would have liked, but, but it did go to Trump at the end. But Pennsylvania somehow was called for, Michigan was called for, Arizona was called for, at least by Fox, uh, and thereby giving uh, Joe Biden the 270 plus electoral votes. Uh, according to the media only. According you know, to the media, not right. Officially. So, so that's what we have. So um, it was fascinating because, because of, of Trump's landslide. Had he won, I mean, in, in reality, only, and I put only in quotes, by the same margin uh, of electoral votes that he won last time, 306 versus 200 and whatever, um, then this would never have come to light. Yeah, and by the way, a quick caveat on that, and that's Trump's victory in light of what we know now, which was many of these systems in blue states were still in place. Right. So they were stealing 2016, they just didn't steal enough because they were unprepared for how big he won in 2016. Right. We know that he, he won more in 2016 than, but he still won. So yes. whether it's a victory of, it's like, it's like a, I don't know, a, you know, a runner's race. You can either get first place by one second or, or first place by 10 seconds. So if you're going to cheat, uh, unless you get the special, I don't know, drugs, whatever it is, to cheat or somehow tell the referee to let you run a little, fat, a little earlier than everyone else by give a two-second head start. But the, the, the guy still wins by 10 seconds. Well, then you've won by eight seconds more than, you know, than the other guy, even though he cheated with the two seconds, right? That's what happened here. Trump won by so much that they had to, to make up that eight-second uh, deficit in a, in a, in a, in a span of, an, of hours, not, not by weeks, but hours. They, they couldn't do it in a clean way. It's, it's a little bit like, you know, <clears throat> I don't know, like what happened in the Duke Lacrosse case. I, I always like that case because... They, it's so obvious. It's so obvious. Yeah. In order for the, for, the, for the boys who were accused of rape, and they were wrongly accused, by the way, um, to have done this horrific raping of these black girls um, and not have any DNA right, left behind, uh, obviously in a rape situation, drunk no less, right? you would have to take weeks to do that, to clean up. And even then, you may not necessarily get away with it. But, he, but that's so when they came up with no DNA evidence, I turned to my wife and I said, there ain't no crime here. These boys are innocent. And sure enough, they were proven innocent. They were actually found to be innocent, not just not guilty, but innocent. So same thing in reverse here. In this case, they did end up being so sloppy. They did the rape, so to speak. In this case, it was the rape of our electoral system. Yeah, that they left uh, jizz splotches everywhere in the form of... Uh, you know what, I don't get too graphic. Triplicate, scan ballots, d ballot dumps through the back door, uh, ballots printed by computer, not hand, so the circles are perfect, ballots of 100,000 all at once, all for Biden, that had no down ticket selections, uh, voter uh, ratio changes that were consistent throughout the night after the lead switch that were exactly the same right. in multiple states all the all at the same time 200 200 percent uh, registration I'm sorry votes beyond 
the actual registered voters. Right. It was so it physically. Wisconsin, 350% turnout. And then the most compelling of all is when Rudy said, and a specific number, and I don't remember what the number was, but he said the exact number into of 200, some hundred, hundred thousand down to a 21 at the end for Biden and 150,000 down to an 11 for Trump showing up at the exact same time in multiple states at multiple cities as if it was programmed. And, you know, it just doesn't happen. It was like the OJ murder happened and they actually found the knife it was so bad. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's clear. Uh, so it was so overwhelming. I mean, it's, it's a little bit like... Uh, you know, and I would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you darn kids, right? Yes. I mean, it's, yes, exactly. <laughs> right? so, but, but here it's so, I mean, they were so sloppy. Uh, so much information is now coming out. It's going to be very hard, very hard for any court to look at this and say, I, I don't see any there, there, you know, this is all. We're just too uncomfortable getting yes. involved in this. Right, right, you know, but the election is the election. Okay, look. If you cannot undo this level of fraud in an election, when you have all these affidavits as well, by the way, hundreds and hundreds of affidavits, that's the problem with conspiracies, right? That they, they have to fall apart eventually. They tried, and, and they knew they were going to get caught, by the way. They knew it. But it didn't matter. What they wanted to do is create a fact on the ground and then make it very hard for us to try to undo that fact on the ground. Yeah. Now, they haven't even created the fact on the ground yet. Because in order to create that fact on the ground, I mean, what is the fact it, it, that, that there's been, you know, everyone has certified? That would be a fact on the ground. The only fact on the ground they have now, uh, or so they perceive, is the media saying, okay, Joe, Joe Biden, president-elect. Uh, and then, of course, him going on the stump saying, I'm the president-elect. I'm the president-elect. Here's my, my podium and my, and my backdrop that says so. Yeah, here's my costume play. See that? <laughs> That's right. It's, it's like Comic-Con. We're playing costume here. You know what it is? He, he's like one of the guys from the, um, the village people, you right, uh, who they wear the, the fireman's hat, and, and, this, and they, they really think he's a fireman. They really think he's an Indian. No, just because you wear a costume doesn't make you what your costume purports to be. Got it? Okay, so he's, he's just pretending to be the president or the president-elect, and he ain't so. But here's the thing, that they say... Um, that, gosh, you know, I mean, their temptation will be to say, if we turn this over, you know, and to give it to Trump, you know, I, I got you what you're saying about the, the fraud. It really raises a lot of questions. In fact, between you and me, I think that there was a lot of fraud and that Trump did win by a landslide. But what will happen to this country if the left understands that, that Trump has, has become president yet again, this monster that they believe him to be? Uh, you know, the whole country will go into civil war. It will, I'll tell you. And we just can't have that. Um, listen, buddy, whoever you are that thinks that way, there is more than half of the country, apparently, a lot more, that thinks exactly the opposite and that if you do give it to Joe Biden without it actually being certified, by the way, then you're going to have exactly that same civil war. So either, either way, you're going to have violence and disruption and a whole lot of pissed off people. So you know what? You might as well go the correct route. And unlike, you might as well go with the law. And unlike how COVID-19 was handled with nonsense that only delayed things, you might as well bite the bullet now and clean this up now so it doesn't last any more elections. We've already had 
elections essentially provable going back to 2006 so far that were affected by this, we might as well not have any more affected by Dominion or fraud or this kind of stuff. All right, so that brings because me... it's only going to get worse. That, and by the way, you do have more on the list to read, so I, I don't want... That brings me... But that's, this is part of my list now. Um, that brings me to the next point, which is what good can we see out of all this, right? I mean, I, I want you to understand that there is good... That, this is not just unwinding a bad scheme of a conspiracy, which, of course, needs to be done. But here's the good that comes out of this. Assuming, and I think it will happen, that, that Trump will become reelected and will, he'll be the one raising his right hand uh, on January 20th. Okay, what good will come out of this? Here you go. Let me go with my list, and if you think of anything else, then of course add on uh, Ari. So first of all, um, that we exposed this massive dominion uh, fraud, okay, the, the, the computer uh, scaling and the, the fraud of mail-in ballots. Okay, had Trump won, but, but only by a little bit, let's say that, let's say, I don't know, he get the same amount of electoral votes as before, 306 versus whatever, then you could say, okay, look, you know, that's it, tough nuggies, and we could see a couple of, uh, you know, liberals uh, screaming at the sky again, it'll be all very amusing, and we're done, let's go on forward, and, and, and that's that. But then they would do the same thing again in 2022 and 2024 especially, and people would still be able to buy their way into this. But now, with this, with this investigation, we found out about Dominion. The word Dominion wouldn't even be in play. Now we're, going, we're exposing it. it it's, Dominion is done, okay? Especially if Trump wins, especially. There'll be a much more aggressive oversight on these computer hacks, especially when, as Sidney Powell correctly observed, that even a child with a cell phone can hack into a, an electoral system in any city, any and, state. And change vote totals. And change vote totals. That's a problem we have. Okay, it's not a secure system. And no. merely saying that it's a secure system doesn't make it so. Okay? And that's the way that Democrat dark blue states have had this lock on power. If, I made this point last week. If you notice a state like Texas or Oklahoma, you know, red states occasionally elect Democrats. But isn't it curious that blue states like California never elect Republicans? Hmm. Yeah. So what you're saying is if the Dominion system or these computerized vote fraud systems are, are removed from the tabulation system, it will unlock all of the blue states into open elections again. That's, that's right. It, it will, it, the fraud will have been exposed. Now, here's another thing that will have been exposed. The polling, okay, which is already, I think, has been ex exposed, that you cannot trust the polling for anything. This is all, the fix is always in when it comes to polling. Do not listen to the polls whatsoever. It means nothing. It's simply agenda-driven. Somebody is trying to get you to think a certain way. It does not reflect at all any polling, any legitimate polling list. Yeah, may uh, we even need to find a way of abolishing it that's consistent with the First Amendment because it distorts people's perceptions. Right. Okay, so that's one thing. Now, another thing that has really happened, and to a great uh, a boon for all of us, is the flourishing of different news outlets. Okay? People have 
left Fox, Fox News. You and I have left, left it. We only watch it for the weather, maybe, and, and for Carl, uh, Tucker Carlson and maybe Sean Hannity and so forth. Well, that's you. I've quit cold turkey. Okay. I mean, that's fine. Really. But whatever. The point is that I'm not going to listen to Fox News anymore because I'm not going to take their talking points because they clearly have changed. Something has happened uh, in conjunction with this election that has really altered the whole landscape. Uh, and when for Fox News to be the very first, no less, to call Arizona for Biden, something's up. Okay. And, 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 and hold on, hold yeah. on, hold on. Uh, they, they also call him the president-elect, you know, one of the very first to say so. That's, that's unacceptable to me because I know it's not, it's not right. And they don't ask any questions like they used to. So what's happening? Newsmax, OAN. Is, has just seen a flood of new subscribers. And they're very thrilled, of course, about it. But what does this mean? It means that people are very hungry for information. They, they don't want to be lied to anymore. One of the things I, I remember learning uh, back in high school, and I, was, I always loved this story, is that when, the, when Polish students back in the days of the communist era found out that their government had been lying, had been teaching them a false history, what, what did the Polish students do? They rioted. They were so angry about being lied to. People really resent it. And that's what's happening here. When, with, with the Russian collusion thing, for example, they resent it. When, when somebody comes out and says there's no evidence, their own people say there's no evidence, and you spent almost three years in this investigation to find that there's no evidence of it, what do you as a true believer think? Like, oh, you know what? My team are, are full of schmucks. Okay, when when Nancy Pelosi rips up a speech of the the president um, after he concludes it to make some sort of statement, you think to yourself, "What an immature party!" Uh, when there's an impeachment brought based upon a phone call for which there was a record, oops, they didn't know, um, and then the impeachment falls flat because uh, at the end of the day there, there can be no conviction for it. Um, oops, it, it just makes them look silly. And then you've got the OACs and the squad and the Bernie Sanders and everything else. It's all falling apart. Their, their talking points all fall flat, every single one of them. So what are you going to do about that? You go to Newsmax. You go to OEN. You, you change from Twitter and Facebook, which have been suppressing your voice, whether that's to, show, to talk about the Hunter Biden story, for example, which now Twitter admits was a wrong thing to do yeah, to or suppress it. they put warning labels on things you might think or believe. Right. It's like, F you. Oh, I'm not in the business of that. Right. And then you go to Parler or MeWe or any other number of sites, yeah. you know, Substack, whatever it is. Yeah, we, we, we know that people dispute that. I mean, you, you have to tell me that, that people dispute this, like as if somehow my saying that, hey, I, I think that there's fraud in this election, for example, and that you have to put a little thing, well, people disagree. You know, no shit, Sherlock. Of course. Okay, people think, people disagree that the, the, the earth is round. Okay? I mean, it is. People dispute everything. People dispute that two plus two is four. But, but when it comes to the Russian collusion thing, did you say that anyone disputed that? No, because you're, you're, you're liars. You're phony. Here's the thing. That, that Twitter and Facebook, by suppressing as much as they did, got to the point where people are saying, I, I don't need to be part of this. How, how much more of it can you take? When you're on, I'm on Twitter, I've got 20,000 followers. And when I tweet something that I think is pretty smart, I mean, I'm, I'm somewhat of a well-known personality at this point in Los Angeles, at least. And, and, you know, even more so, 
uh, nationwide in, in connection with my books. But I, I tweet something and I get maybe 10 responses, either a like or a reply. That, that dog don't hunt with me. I know something's up. I know yeah. I'm being suppressed. I, I was at 60,000 followers. They bumped me down to 45. They took 15,000 followers away. But it's still 45,000 followers. I tweet something, anything. I'm lucky if I get four retweets. Right. Well, not lucky. only that. Yeah. Hmm. Must be must be someone's not seeing something here. Right. Exactly. So, and it's it's you know the quality of our tweets are, are it's really funny. It's very insightful most of the time. I like to think the same about my own tweets. But speaking on on behalf of your tweets, I think they're very funny, insightful, and they should be retweeted over yeah, and over we've again. We've gone from a few years ago getting two and three hundred retweets. Yeah, for to, almost every tweet. To almost nothing. To four. Yeah. So. So the point is, what happens when you, you sense, like, I, why do I want to be in, in this club, so to speak? I, you know, I should be, you know, beg to be in this club. Guess what? There are other platforms that we just described that won't suppress us. Why would I, why would I want to stay with you when you obviously don't want to be with us, don't want us in your... Yeah, it's, like, it's like what happened with the Jews in uh, the 70s and the 60s, where they, <clears throat> they try to get jobs in, in big-time law firms only to be rebuffed, you know, politely, uh, but to say, oh, well, listen, I, we don't know necessarily that this is your kind of place. And it clearly was anti-Semitism, but you know what? We didn't go to the streets, we didn't riot, we didn't say Jews' lives matter. Uh, we just made our own effing law firms, thank you very much. We made our own hospitals. We made our own accounting firms. We made our own <coughs> movie business, for that matter. You made we, your own platforms, is what we you're did. saying. And what, guess what? Those platforms were better than ever. They were better than the, the other ones. And that's what's going to happen now with MeWe, Parler, and any other platform that says that we will not censor you. Okay? And not only that, but they won't insult you in the process. Twitter tells me that I'm a bad person because I, I support Trump. F them. F them. Yeah, we're right? giving them all of our data. The least they can do is let us have our message out to people who want to follow us. That's exactly right. That's why we're there. Yeah, but and they, if we get, it's like if you give me, if I buy a Coke and it doesn't come with some brown fizzy sweet water, then why am I buying a Coke? That's exactly I just right. won't buy a Coke. Well, I was going to use that, the Coke example versus Pepsi. Let's say, you know, uh, not only that they they want to sell it to us at a much higher price. They actually say, you know what? We're not selling it to you because we don't like you, okay? Oh, and P.S., we're going to send out the message as you come to our store that we hate you for being you, whatever that might be, being a Jew, being a conservative, being a vegan, being a, I don't know, being a, being a lacrosse player, being a mountain, whatever. We, we hate you. And we want to broadcast that. And we want to make sure that you have less attention here in this store than anyone else, okay? What are you going to do? Oh, there's a store called Pepsi that doesn't give a crap. And, and just happy to take my money, happy to, uh, to say great things about you, uh, and thanks for, for your business. That's where, where I'm going to go. So yeah. you're going to see the, the dust cloud of people moving, millions of people moving to these better platforms. You see, the problem is that Twitter and Facebook did exactly what the Democrats, the, cons the, the conspirators did in this election. What is that? They went too far. When you go too far, there's a breaking point, and people start seeing what's what. Let me give you another analogy to this. In every relationship, there's tension, right? Male, female, husband, wife, whatever. Barack Ari. Barack Ari, yes. Yeah. Oh, no, no, we, we love each other. But anyway, we really do. We, do, we have very few disagreements. But 
the point is, in a classic relationship of marriage and such, where you're raising kids and you make decisions about buying houses and things like that, there's going to be conflict. And what if, you know, uh, we'll use the husband just for the sake of it. What if the husband is, is just, you know, he, he has a temper, okay? And he says things he shouldn't say from time to time. It happens once a month. You know, he kind of blows up a little bit. And then later on he says, oh, I'm sorry, honey. You know, I... I I was too tired and I should have said that. I'm sorry. Okay. No big deal to the, to the marriage, right? Then let's ratchet up a bit. This husband, same one, loses his temper once a week. Okay? And it's, a, it's more elevated than, than you think it was. It's actually pretty bad. And it's, it's once a week. It's almost like clockwork. And the wife can almost, you know, set her watch to it. Uh, she doesn't like it. But nevertheless, he does apologize later on. Unpleasant. But there it is. Now I'm ratchet up more. You're married to a guy named OJ. <laughs> well, okay, let me get to, to that point. It gets so abusive, and not only that, but he's also an alcoholic, and you don't know when he's going to go into his rage, okay? And he drives recklessly, and he tells you that all your ideas are stupid, and he makes you feel inferior, or whatever it is, and it happens more than once a week, okay? Uh, there's a breaking point, and eventually that wife says, you know what? I may have married you 20 years ago. I may have a few kids with you, but I cannot survive. I'm leaving. And I'm going to find another man, and that's that. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. I wish you all the best. And then the husband maybe, maybe will say, what have I done? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to go to AA. I'm going to take care of my temper, tantrum, whatever it is they call it, anger management, like in the movie. Um, and... Uh, it's going to be a whole new life, okay? It's going to be great. And maybe she'll take him back, maybe she won't. But this is what Twitter just did, okay? It's too late. Too little, too late. But they think, they don't realize that they've gone too fucking far, okay? We're tired of it. I'm not doing as, as much on Facebook anymore. I'm, going to, I'm planning to leave Facebook in a couple months once I clean up everything out. Yeah, these are, these are nothing more than essentially public text messaging platforms. It's high time they remember it. Yeah, that's all it is. And uh, now they've overreached, of course, with the PragerU stuff and everything else. All the conservative messaging that they try to play little games with. Uh, look, you want your little club of lefty voices all in your echo chamber, that's, that's fine. That's your business. Okay, that's, we call that MSNBC. You want to make it in your social media platform? By all means. It is a free country. But don't pretend that you're neutral. But that's okay. We're not asking. Don't pretend you're the only sandbox to play in. Because I'll go play in that sandbox over there and have much more fun. Yeah. And by the way, that sandbox will be the cool one. And then, do you remember a place called MySpace? Yes. And now Tom never censored us, but we're not there anymore. Right. That's you, Mark. Yeah. That's you, Zuck Schmuck. It's going to be the best because uh, Facebook is really in trouble because... First of all, they already have a demographic problem. There are, you know, yeah, not, not many. Yeah, it's grandmothers, uh, older, older farts like you and me. Uh, will be not me. I was banned two years ago. Well, whatever. You, you get the idea. So, look, I want to wrap this up because there's so much more to talk about. But this, uh, this is very emblematic. What happened with the, um, the conference today with the Trump legal team, it, it's going to expose a massive amount of corruption. It's about a party, an ideology for that matter, an attitude, a godless one, that has just gone too far. And because of it, big changes are about to happen. You're going to see major changes in the uh, voting process going forward, not just 
2024, but in 2022 and any elections preceding that, because Dominion and all the other shenanigans that they played have now been exposed. Corruption and conspiracies exist in America too. And don't think for a moment that it only happens in those banana republics, that as if somehow, as if somehow, Ari, that honesty and integrity is only in the DNA of Americans. Somehow that corruption just doesn't exist here because we're America after all. But the question is, why do we even say that? Why are we America? What makes America, America? I'll tell you, checks and balances, transparency, and a true, unwavering faith in God. Without those three things, you will not have fair elections in the future. You will not have fair discourse. And worse yet, you will lose your democracy. I'm Brock Lurie. Thanks for listening. We'll talk with you next week.